Hello, listeners. This is part one of the episode 24 with our guest, who is a postdoc researcher in USA, where we discussed three crucial elements to research journey. Number one is why of doing the research. Number two is path to sustainable success on this journey. Number three is responding to challenges effectively on journey to research. I hope you will enjoy the conversation. Thank you. Doing research is not only about performing experiments, writing manuscripts, but it is all about connecting the dots from your past experiences through the challenges to the ultimate success towards expanding your identity. Hello and welcome to another episode of Scholars Knowledge to Wisdom podcast. Today we have a guest who is a postdoc scientist at National Center for Advancing Translational Sciences, Maryland, USA. She is also a delegate and alumina of Lindau Nobel Laureate Meetings, Metcam researcher, an author and science communicator. Let's welcome Anu Dalal. Welcome ma'am to the podcast. It's an honor to have you and thank you for accepting the request and taking the time out of your schedule. Thank you so much. I'm really happy to have a conversation with you and it's been really great. So as this podcast is all about uh, the journey to research, so let's dive into your research journey, starting from the why of you joining the research career. And uh, here, as I talk about the why, it is specifically uh, the mental models, that is the past experiences related to that. So share with us that. Sure. So I find this question actually very interesting because indeed why research has to do with a lot many things, right? So especially because of my background, I belong to state of Haryana and like it is a farming family. We don't have any research academicians, professors, especially in my, at least my family. So it, it, it's, it's quite interesting journey. So uh, luckily, when my father uh, got the job in Delhi police, so we got we were very fortunate that we shifted to capital city of Delhi. And probably that has changed my life because I was exposed to somewhat a better condition as compared to, you know, in the state of Haryana. So uh, so basically, I did my graduation from Hansraj College and there I heard that uh, there is a jam entrance exam so probably I found it oh like we can go to because when I when I passed my 12th exam uh, I don't want to go into medical neither I want to be an engineer that was for sure and my family is like you are we uh, force you to take science and you are not taking the prime options right so, and then I thought, no, I'll go for the natural sciences. I was very passionate about chemistry at that time. So I thought I'll do the chemistry honors. Luckily, I got the admission in Delhi University, Hansraj College. And when I was studying, I got to know that, oh, there is some IIT jam entrance exam. 
through which you can in, get into IITs for the master's program. So I thought, oh, this is a chance where I can satisfy my father that, see, I'm in IIT, right? You want, you want me to do engineering, but okay, this is the other way around. Then, yes, I wrote the exam, sailed through, got IIT Roorkee, and actually that changed my life because in IIT, I got the exposure of research. Like during my master's exam, I thought, oh, like I got the glimpse of it. I was very fortunate to have a very good mentor at that time. He was a senior faculty there and now he's retired. But he actually like he he helped me, uh, you know, uh, coming up with critical questions. And he actually it was very initial. So as a master's student, I think he did a very wonderful job at that time, like to inculcate the right questions to see like how to approach a problem and all that stuff. And then on the personal front, I felt that it is very different field I have never heard of because of my background and whatsoever, like whatever the environment I was in. So I thought it is very quite interesting failure. Like you have to read, you have to come up with the problem and then you are, you know, throughout your time, you are finding solutions and they're like, and it is very dynamic also. It's not very stagnant that you, you, you know, you just learn one technique and you're stagnant into end and then you are keep repeating it. There is always a scope of involved, like um, getting involved and then, you know, in, in evolving into the discipline also and evolving self also. So I found it very interesting. Although when I try to uh, communicate this to my family, they are like, we don't know if you are a bright student, you should write UPSC, just complete your master's and go for some this lucrative options and all that stuff. And my since I told that my father was in Delhi police, so he really wanted me to write civil services. And otherwise he don't consider me intelligent enough. So culturally, yes, it was. And then I felt that since in North India, the uh, scientific te temperament is not very high and they don't respect research as much as the Deccan states. So I thought probably, and it was very challenging initially, to be very honest, because they said they like, throughout your life, you'll be studying. And then to be very honest, research is not very, you know, solid career. It's it's mm. always depends on funding. It will be shaky. Like you won't be getting a permanent position right away, right? So, and the idea actually scares the parents more than the self. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So basically then I thought, no, I'll go, do, I'll go for the PhD. And at that time I was thinking to go, PhD like from abroad and then my father was diagnosed with four state cancers that is one of the personal circumstances which I faced mm -hmm. and then like, like I don't know by God's grace or whatever and I give a lot of credit to you know science research fraternity and the doctors and everything that is still with there with us so that was one of the personal thing which comes to my mind that they contribute a lot even even if they are not very sung heroes in the society but their their contribution is really huge and in india i think we undermine them a lot so that is like one thing so if you will talk about mental models your personal experiences are also included culturally i want to make a difference in my family as well as in my state that girls can pursue science they can certainly do it and they can actually excel it in if you are really ready to work hard and if you are not very like if you don't want to just settle down in you know say a couple of years okay right doing graduation writing some exam getting a job if you're not that kind of a person if you are just a person who wants to learn explore the world if you are eager to work in you know world-class research laboratories 
and it's just it's a learning process so if you if you are into learning it's a it's a satisfying profession so so uh, say that a, a big role of uh, mentors here in the journey to research who involved you to evolve you in this journey so uh, i mean really role of parents and mentors that is the major role uh, they play to to really grow us i mean this is something another level experience that one get when we compile the experience that we had from our parents and another we had from our teachers i mean both when we combine this and and, and then we reflect that today we are uh, something because of those experiences sure, sure. so i mean that's an amazing experience yeah, like adding on to your point i'll i'll say because i come across many students or especially girls that they say that uh, they are not encouraged or something like that their parents are not understanding and i always say that there is a way to convince people of course nobody will you know provide a plate full of lot many things to you and they'll and it is not always possible that they'll readily accept your choices so it's it's a way you have to prove it and then you have to constantly work hard for it and you have to actually show the results that's how like things work and regarding professors i'll say that some of you in encounter are not so good but some are really good into it so whosoever are ready to support you who are ready to you know at least discuss things with you and then provide you a different perspective and something like that so it's important that you spend time my my habit like whenever i was doing my phd i used to take coffee breaks with my professors just discussing whatever they have to say and sometimes i am a very good listener if you really want like want me to put into that way i really want elders speaking and then some sometimes i decipher things from them okay maybe that because they are you know experienced they have seen life from us so it's mm-hmm. i'll i usually say to my juniors because i've seen that i was like till now i talk to them sometimes we tend to become very rebellious it's not always a good choice like it's just you have to you know be a you have to balance things okay you have to balance your choices as well as you have to balance their take also so that's the like the final noting i'll say to this question so uh, as we um so discussed your why so let's move from why to the very crucial part that is the success so when we talk about success what is your definition to an ultimate success because uh, success is is not that much easy the way we speak so easily it is not that easy so uh, what is your uh, take on that yeah so see this ultimate success is quite a heavy term to uh, to be honest like it's ultimate success i don't think so it's a goal it's just a process it's just a journey and if you really want me to define it i would say uh, you know if you are able to give some long term impact even to somebody's life to your family to environment or something like that that's the success to the society or something so that's the success for me if you really want me to define and uh, even in research also so if you are coming up with a solution publishing a paper of course it can be a small it can be a big but in research it's like it's a stack approach your small finding can lead to a bigger stuff so ultimately you are you know you are contributing something towards a specific field and 
and same goes for personal front also if you can make a positive lasting impact on to someone and that might shape someone's life for betterment nothing better than that i can say moreover i can add like a success would be you know witnessing a societal change a behavior that i really wanted to see uh, giving more society giving more respect to teachers professors researchers that's what like it's my big dream especially for india and uh, yes like and then if see if in research we are here to you know create knowledge so i'll say that dissemination is also a is is important like if if i am acquiring some knowledge even like th- that's my habit if i get to know about some funding some programs some small courses it's 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 my responsibility that i should deliver it to my juniors because that's how they will learn so creating knowledge is one thing and dissemination knowledge is one thing so if you are able to do it i'll consider myself or anybody you know having the ultimate success so so uh, adding on to this i would like to say that um, uh, cmc elements um, that i gave the name to this is c is for uh, clarity m is for mindset and c is for courage so if these are combined with the hard work and dedication that results into amazing results i mean i would say the unique results and and that leads to the the feeling i think the success is a feeling Yeah, indeed, yeah. indeed. It's just yeah. a feeling. Yeah, wonderfully put. Yeah, agree. So, ah, uh, success is is faced with the n number of challenges. So, responding to the challenges effectively. What would you say on that? And share any ah uh, moment with us. Ah, uh, I had enough of moments in my life to be honest. Dealing with situations like like I was too alone in research life because there was a time when I was not supported. I was the only person working in lab. There was no juniors. There was no seniors. So it's all complete isolation. I have faced my father's and mother's deteriorated health. My mother suffered from Parkinson's disease. My father was a cancer patient, and since my father was in Delhi Police, so his profession. have given lot of extreme heats to our family also and that's okay like we really respect him we really, really respect his profession so there are like n number of moments i cannot even you know quote so what i can say is how if you want to ask like how i managed to sail or say how i have faced them probably sometime uh, like i'll put it in a way that sometimes you are put in a situation when you don't have any other option it's just that you and not even quitting so you just have to do something to get out of a situation so probably i i don't want people to face it but i'll say that even if you are in inverse of situation it's your responsibility consider self that you are not there to quit no matter what don't consider because if it's there in your mindset if you put at a second option you will tend to go towards it so i never put this as a second option i can i can either sail through a situation with very fantabulous results or i can just merely pass that situation both are fine to me but i cannot quit so that's there in my blood i don't know why i cannot quit and the other thing is like developing resilience because you know resilience individuals are better equipped to bounce back uh be it 
from setback or adapting a new circumstances or something like that so you know cultivating resilience by developing a growth mindset and embracing you know challenges as an opportunity for growth is 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 a key to survival i cannot emphasize it and then of course adaptability nobody is prepared for you know worse of the situations so if you have faced it it's your responsibility to adapt it to digest it and then to see you know and then manage the emotional intelligence like that's we call emotional intelligence so you have to manage your emotions also and be it like whatever so even if you are at the high or the low so you you need to balance it you of course do celebrate your victories but you you make sure that you do not tend to lose self when there is a bad situation the other thing is like as i quoted positive mindset just just don't put you know quitting as a second option never put in your life like because you are this is one life you are you are blessed to have a human life so just utilize it no matter what everybody in this world face problems i don't think that like any of the person is having all you know fancy fruits in their basket and i think you will be dealing with some the things which people don't know i i am dealing with things which you know lot many people mm. see me on linkedin they think oh she has a super fantastic life but they don't know the background of it okay so the social media usually sometimes try to you know uh, put you in a very illusion kind of thing probably you see very successful people out there you will think that mm. all are set no everybody has lot of problems to deal with it so just digest it and even if you are into a situation so just digest it and see that you have to just come out of it and i'll say that resourcefulness is also a technique sometimes we tend to ignore it but whatever resources you have you must utilize it i can quote a situation over it i remember that you know i'm a, a bench chemist so my research is always in lab i cannot do anything from home so when covid hit i was and my initial years because our lab was very new i was involved in the projects which are meant to be there for my seniors thesis and a lot of my time was like gone 3 3 and a half years gone and then one day my professor called me and then said now you can start working on your phd and like because i was very new and you know we we usually tend to okay whatever prof is giving you a problem you have to put it yourself and then doing it but and then you like i think uh you know how to put it like sometimes you tend to just believe okay whatever somebody is saying you just have to do it sometimes you don't don't question also so i was like okay maybe he is he has something some plan for me also for my phd like my phd because that i'm also a phd student but since the lab was in initial stage the prime focus was the senior people and then you know my three and a half years is gone and then when he said i was in complete shock because i think that funding is for five years how will how i will able to complete it right it should be from the start but then and then the covid hits like it was terrible because i think like um, i cannot do reactions at my home right right so why i quoted the situation is so then i thought okay what else to do then i since people are there in iit right there are a lot of people and then you tend to make some good friends also maybe in diverse field so they were like very two good friends um, they were actually collaborators not not even collaborators they used to come to our labs for some specific help not a formal collaboration but okay sometimes they need a technique and we used to help them 
So I founded that they were doing in silico work. And then I saw one of my fellow, like uh, he was sitting in my lab and continuously, you know, doing a lot of things on computer. And he was very, very dedicated also. He don't take lunch break until his task is finished. He was so dedicated. And then his name was Tushar and then said, Tushar, what do you all day do, do in this laptop? Like, and he was also like, he was also doing biomedical research. And then he told me, uh, ma'am, this is all, you know, in silico studies, we used to perform some MD simulations out there. And then he he dig deep and then he told me about proteins and protein interaction. And then I think that, yeah, I'm making molecules, right? I'm making it a bench. Of course, the lab is not able to process this further for say, like my, like I always wanted to do, do research, which is application based. But at, in that lab, I found that I'm just making molecules. I'm just doing chemistry, characterizing them, publishing a paper, putting into the thesis. That was the only task. I don't know what these molecules have the application of. So then I thought, okay, Tushar, like, can you tell me more about it? And then I learned a few of the techniques. I took a lot of tutorials from YouTube and XYZ factors. And then I come with a, you know, plan or say research proposal. And even I have worked on it. So usually I showed the importance of my molecules in silico. So they are very fair. And they turns out to some of them in silico turns out to be good antibacterial. And somehow then I like in the COVID, I club up all the work, show it to my professor and say like, what is this? I don't know about this. This work is not meant to be done in our lab because he's he was not a computational guy. So when I say resourcefulness, and believe me, that helped me finish my PhD, because if I'll be totally relying on tape bench work, I don't know, probably I'll be spending seven years there only without fellowship. So that's why I use, I always iterate that whatever, whatever your personal collaborations you can, and you know, good people are there. Because some people, sometimes people complain that maybe, ma'am, you're lucky that you will get a chance to meet with the good people. Say, everybody meet a lot of people. Everybody can bang a door saying no, no, no. And I face that. But one or two people you will surely meet if you have a right intention to learn, if you have a right intention to contribute towards their study also. Because I know they they were, it, it is always mutual. I was helping them in few of the things I never say no to them. And that's why they never say no to me. So eventually you'll find people there. And then there are other, other you know, nowadays online stuffs are there, courses and everything. So people should utilize their time to expand their knowledge because I made a transition. I was total synthetic chemist, now working as a medicinal chemist with a lot of biology involved, a lot of bioinformatics information involved. I, I understand them a bit better. And of course, time management, I won't say that to be into research because people have that notion that because I, I remember when I was joining this institute and my father told my relatives, okay, my daughter is going for this and now she'll be scientist there and something like that. So she said that now she's gone, she, she'll turn mad or something like that. She won't have a, you know, work-life balance or something. Like so it's, it's taboo, it's nothing like that. It's, it's just a normal profession. You work for certain hours and then you can wonderfully balance your personal life also. Luckily, I'm not parent, so I don't have that responsibility for the time being. But yes, I, I know like how to keep my mental state very well, meet with friends, go out there, explore and talk to your family. So there is like, I, I want to say that you can 
do time management and it it is applicable for every every profession right so research is none other than it's just that you have to balance out things and of course a support system is another thing like don't be too rebellious for you know lot of things uh make sure that whatever choices you are making you have the support of your family your parents your siblings and your professors also they are there for you and i don't think so that nobody better than them uh want good for you that's for sure sometimes because i have very difficult time initially with my family when i was in fourth fifth year they wanted me to get married and then they said this will keep on and on so i have a very very rough relation at that time but because they are not understanding me and i probably i'm not understanding them so there were a lot of frictions but yes i do maintain that cordial relationship certainly with them and probably when you know the phase turned the time turned and i got my phd done defense done had the job offer letter in my hand probably then they actually think well that oh she was on some positive journey she is not saying no to you know it is because you know parents tend to think a lot different aspect also and so it's important to convey some of the things from time to time and then i'll say goal setting will be another thing you should you should be very clear because i have seen people they are sometimes in a rat race okay uh, probably after masters if they are not getting any job let's do phd probably will be getting stipend that's it but are they really wanted to do phd because once you are in a phd it's, it's there is no u turn right either you will drop it or you know after spending 2 years 3 years you are not into it and then you are frustrated you will drop it so you have 3 years of you know deadlock probably you could have done something better so just don't blindly join anything because i have seen people doing it masters okay they are not clearing some exams or something like that at least you will be getting fellowship just enrolled no if you really wanted to be in research then only opt for a phd program and similarly goes for post doctoral positions also people are getting phd and things are bad in you know back in our home country that it's it's unfortunate that phd holders are also roaming with their degrees and they are not finding a appropriate thing so it's it's misfortune but what i can say is like don't just rush for okay if you are targeting say some iits or say some du if you are not getting into it you should have a you you can you know start your channel what else okay and then yeah. i'm not saying it it can be a long term but what i'm doing is rather than getting frustrated just just start something of your uh, and you can go to a private college also initially you have to you know rather than having a you know that blockade or the gap years or getting frustrated and you know cursing the research cursing the country it doesn't have anything i don't believe in this till now like i'm here in us i never uh criticize country because it has given lot of things to us so and it because every country has its pros and cons if, if i'm in us i won't say that oh it's the best country to live it has its own problem right so what i can say is uh, and be very sure that you really wanted to do research then only go for postdoc because i have seen people going to postdoc and then still thinking what to do 
because mm-hmm. you know you if you are really into research you can go to industry you can join some government lab you can join iits icers nits there are lot many options but if you are willing to do research if you are not willing to do research there are other options also you can get into you know science policy stuff science communicator stuff and there are a lot of organization even the private or government there are a lot of things you can do out of the bench work also but but to decide that you should be very sure that what you really wanted to do in your life either you want to be on a bench throughout your life or you really wanted to just communicate science since you are a science enthusiast see you are doing this podcast okay so what i can decipher from you like you're passionate about this field and you want to you know uh, contact to some people get a diverse opinion and then deliver yeah. it to you know broader audience so yes. that's to me it's very fascinating to me it's yeah you are doing a wonderful job so that's what i can say if you are passionate about something probably you will find your way and be open to feedback and reflections be are criticized daily be it from family be it at the profession and everything and you have to accept that you are not at the supreme thing nobody is like probably my parents will be criticized by my my grandparents right and it's okay because probably they are have somewhat a better of course they are older generations not everything is true but some of the things are true we should not discard the elder generation as such or they don't know anything it's it's it's, it's a big flaw you are making to your life so i'll say that i am very open to reflections and you know feedback even if from my team leads my friends sometimes my friends usually also point me out you are doing this not so correctly and then i like okay what's the problem so i am very open to it so yeah i think this is quite long answer but no it was i would say uh, a very profound uh, and uh, as summing this up the challenges i would say that uh, the challenges that you came across that made you uh, more uh, So i would say open minded person as far yeah. the learning is concerned you were the action taker you were so focused that you know that where you want to go you were very clear on that and uh, with a strong mindset that took you the you can say the the journey to post doc yeah yeah thanks yeah so as you have talked uh, so much on the emotional aspect also but uh, going more deep into that share your thought on cultivating the learning path towards emotional mastery because it it plays a crucial role as a, a valid foundation of thoughts and here especially for our listeners i would like to elaborate the emotional mastery term uh, as a self it is related with the self awareness self acceptance self regulation self inquiry and self expression yeah so it is also wonderful question and when i actually like when i'm hearing so uh, basically it's it, if i have to start with it usually deals with self awareness as you said you know it is a very critical factor in in you know making self the mastery of emotions i'll say okay so you need to be self aware just as we are talking like do you really need to uh, do research throughout your life do you really need to do phd do you do you really need a post doc for it whatever your xyz goals are mm-hmm. and it's, it's it is just professional okay it can be personal also so say settling down into some xyz country okay people blindly say i want to be in us for sure i have seen many people i have friends they don't want to come back to india 
ever ever so but to me it's like are you making a with well informed choices because you are seeing that okay you are paying you are getting a high high salary you are a perfect like work life balance you are a fancy house to live in yeah, and i would like to yeah, yeah sorry for interrupting but i would yeah. like to add here that uh, that here in india we lack the research culture the environment so which we uh, i think most of the students they get in, in us or in other countries and so that's why they don't want to come back to india because here there is no research culture in the universities in the institutions i mean there is no no one to talk openly about the research so i i think yeah that that's definitely a, um, like i won't deny it of course if you will compare the indian research and say us research there is a stark difference and people actually appreciate people who are researchers scientists as i say that societal acceptance recognition is quite high so of course you are doing hard work and people recognize it and you know you can see people being fan of some xyz professor i have never heard this term you know in india so i have never heard so yes that's true like the culture is starkly different but what i can iterate it if you will go into higher universities say isc bangalore iits i won't say that they they are able to make it to that front but i have sense like when i was in iit delhi not all labs but few labs the professors are very good very good and they are doing very like you know research which is a world class research they are also publishing in the same journal which us university are publishing but of course the numbers are quite low and and it is low because you know to reach that level are students willing to work that hard are the society you know pushing them to pursue that career because as i said especially in north india i haven't seen you know research being celebrated that way which say upsc or these days like they are the stars so yeah, so true yeah exactly so uh, like the suppose if i would have cleared some ups exam some ssc exam my whole village would be celebrating to be mm. for sure and i'm here i probably not whole of my village knows that i'm here to be very honest so that's that's the difference so yes like uh, coming to the question so self awareness is one thing so you should be very aware of what whatever things you need professionally and personally also it and one should not always run about after professional success also because i have seen people like they are doing wonderfully professionally but on the contrary they their personal life is very you know very bad and they have they are into some some sort of they went some sort of depression also and it will ultimately you know affect your professional life as some some countries are very isolated in a way suppose if you are uh, in norway or something like that which have long winters and you know we indians are not susceptible to that weather so probably you have to you you have to make a very well informed choice it's just not only for the money it, it is for it should be as a complete package oh you can support your family your family can be there there won't be so much of visa issues or something like that so you can have a decent balance of professional and personal life so make a very well well aware decision in whatever aspect you are taking it and then emotional regulations also of course like sometimes if your career needs something you have to play it up you know a step forward sometimes keeping your family behind and vice versa so and you actually need to regulate emotions you cannot take some 
blunt decisions or say you know that may turn out to be bad decisions even for your family or even for your you know uh, professional growth also sometimes you have to keep like it's 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 a cycle sometimes you have to keep your family first sometimes you have to keep profession first and it involves a lot of emotions so you need to regulate it very well uh, then other thing i'll say that you should have you know problem solving approach what we can say is just not the term it's if you are in a problem you should disappear it if it is a complex pro- pro- problem you know uh, break it down into simpler thing and sometimes in every problem what i have witnessed i am not very well read person i am not very experienced but person but what i can say is if you are facing a problem some of the expects are within your control and some are not so rather than focusing what are not in your control just focus on what you can do it just do it and leave leave other thing because i have seen people focusing too much which are not on in their control and it it just you know it just turns you emotionally drowned also very mm-hmm. depressing and because you cannot do it still you are thinking too much about it so yes like the problem solving approach means that you need you need to actually classify and categorize what you can actually do it and what is like in not in your hand just don't don't focus too much on to it resilience i have told and then stress reduction people should do it like it may sound fancy but since mental health is you know we we all recognize it especially after covid that it yes. is a topic it is yeah. we need to discuss it and here i found it like there it's people government organizations are too conscious about you know well being of the people especially mentally that thing are not there in india like at that level which needs to be there so it's and so this is like personal responsibility also so so that we can you know manage our stress doing by some hobbies that i i write i write a lot like i write, write poetry and it it lets my emotion drain it and i am normal after that so it's just a way of putting it you can do some sports also talking to friends some good people around you and something like that so you should have some you know stress reduction boosters for yourself because whatever profession whatever in whatever you know strata of the life you are in you will have stress for sure so try to manage it healthy relationships are also you know key factor be it your partner be it your parents be it your siblings be it your friends and i'll say that you should develop a habit of forgiveness like we all make mistakes you are, we i think you agree with me that neither i am perfect nor you are perfect so don't take self too seriously at that time oh nobody can should do it nobody must do it mm-hmm. dude you can also do few things which people will not like right so i i always proceed with the mindset that if somebody has done bad i tend to genuinely like if you last my circle i just forget i i just forget it and forgive it co- too quickly i i don't take it to heart very much and yeah yeah i would